Hello and welcome to Paranormal Hotline. My name is Michael and I'm joined by Katie. Hello. This week I want to cover a well-known case of alien abduction, the Pascagoula abduction. As always guys, if you have a topic you'd like us to cover, you can email us at paranormalhotlinepodcast at gmail.com or you can message us on Twitter at paranormalhl. And if you'd like to help support the podcast, you can do so at patreon.com forward slash paranormalhotline. Right, dude, I have a question. Right. Let's say we were out camping or fishing or just doing something random and we get abducted. After okay. they do like whatever they do to drop us back, what would you do after that? What would I do immediately after that? Yeah. Would I, do I remember? Uh, yeah, we'll say yeah. I don't know. I actually don't know. I'd probably try and get something to eat. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'd get an STD test. Oh my god. What new diseases could I cause? It'd make COVID look like a cold. But there is a case of two men who arguably did everything right. Travis Walton did everything right. Yeah, I guess. But this one is... What? When was Travis? Travis was back in the 60s, I want to say. Okay, because this was in the 70s. Oh, okay. It's October 11th, 1973, and Calvin Parker has recently moved to Pascagoula, and he'd started a job at F.B. Walkers and Sons, which is kind of like a shipyard, with his friends Charles Hickson's. Now, Charles passed away in 2011, but Calvin is still alive and actually did an interview about his experience last year. And I have some quotes from it because the man is absolutely brilliant. One part of the interview I love is when Calvin described them deciding to go fishing, fishing, which is when all this happened. And he had just moved to the town and didn't have any fishing gear, so Charles lent him some. And I sent you the exact quote, it's the first one there, of what he said about that. Now, for a man that loves to fish from the south, to offer you his... To offer to use his fishing equipment, that's like him offering you his wife. Just unheard of. <laughs> so like, <laughs> that's they were close. <laughs> so they went fishing and they tried one spot, but it had too many bugs and flies to fish out comfortably. So they moved to another one that's kind of on and in the shipyard, but not like in the main. Yeah. And Calvin even said like he saw signs that said no fishing no trespassing and when he pointed them out to Charles Charles kind of waved them off and said I've never gotten in trouble for fishing here so they just kind of went on now after fishing for a while and not having much luck Calvin said his mind had drifted and he was kind of staring at a steel ore boat across the way wondering how steel floats and he seen like blue lights reflecting off the water and this comes my second favourite quote which I sent you as well Charlie we in trouble you lied to me and we fixing to go to jail <laughs> That's I great. just feel like that that is like like I could see that happening to us just yes. me turning to you and be like you've done this to us but now here's where things kick off because they see the blue lights reflecting in the water and they're instantly like fuck we're caught so they stand up and turn around to make their excuses and that's when this what they expected to be was a police car was actually a long egg-shaped craft that was floating around two feet off the ground and giving off a really bright blue light Jesus Wait, how but big was it the, the egg? it was big enough like they don't have they didn't give a good size of it, but okay. it was... Big I'd enough say for rough, a person to be in or bigger, like? Big enough for there to be hallways and rooms. Oh, that's really big. Yeah, like, uh, scarier than the ship, though, was these three creatures that came out of it. So I have an artist's depiction of it here, and I sent it to you, just to give you a good idea of it. And I'll put it on the Discord and stuff when this comes out. What is yeah, that? Yeah, so they're, they were, like, eight feet tall, and it looks like they're wrapped in seaweed, but that's actually just the wrinkles on them. Ew. They were very wrinkly. That's so gross. Ew, they look like mummies, but wrinkled. And they're giant, and they have, like, these weird little, like, 
oblong shapes coming out of her head on either side, kind of like Shrek's ears. Nah, this looks like some sort of villain from Naruto or something. That's awful looking. Oh yeah, wait, I can <laughs> see the Shrek ears. What the hell? But um, basically they came up to them really quickly and the guys were frightened to the point where they couldn't move. So whacked them with the fishing rod. <laughs> whip, whip. Back to the lagoon. I did see another version actually where these creatures were a lot longer looking, but they didn't look bulky. They kind of looked like Gumby. The the spaceship doesn't look like an egg in that depiction. Well, it kind of does, but it looks more like an eyeball shape, you know, like a... You know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. It's got like points at each end. Yeah, it's got a, like it's like an egg with a point on each end instead of a point but on one end. But that's a 2D end. drawing though of a 3D shape. Yeah, yeah. Everything on my screen is going to be 2D. That's fair. <laughs> but anyway, three of them came out. Two grabbed Charles and one grabbed Calvin and they dragged them to the craft. Now, before shoving them in through a door by the front, both men were injected with a strange shot. Ooh, uh, no Calvin thanks. actually described it as a go to hell shot because once he had it, like everything got weird. Oh, this is so weird. This is already. Can I just take a minute and just appreciate how fucking weird this story is already? These two guys go fishing <laughs> and they get picked up by what can only be described as a walking wrinkle. It's disgusting. That walked out oh, of no. an eyeball. It's like a living conjunctivitis just walked out and picked them up. <laughs> That's terrifying. Isn't it? But once they had been injected, basically they became extremely calm. They lost all panic and worry and they described it as being extremely apathetic to everything that was happening to them. Uh, the creatures guided him through the ship down the hallway and into separate rooms and Calvin was put on what he described as a glass examination table and then the large creature left him alone and then after a moment he heard a weird noise and something popped out of the ceiling and started circling him while making clicking noises. He said it was about the size of a pack of cards and the whole thing reminded him of an MRI but the clicking wasn't that loud. Yeah. I'm assuming it was like taking pictures of his entire body, otherwise the glass table is kind of a weird aesthetic choice. Yeah, I just feel like aliens wouldn't use shutters for their cameras. I feel like they'd have some sort of other mechanic, you know? Yeah, but like maybe it's like Japan. Do you know the way like they have all their cameras <laughs> make the noise? Yeah, but this is not Japan. Japan is still on Earth. This is wrinkle creatures from the planet Eyeball. And Japan's on Earth for now. Wait until they get those rockets. You're telling me that they still use film? I just find yeah, it hard to believe didn't... that it's going to be like a a flash cam, not a flash camera, but an old timey camera. Yeah, but like it mightn't have been taking his picture. Like he said, he he felt it was kind of like an MRI situation. Oh, MRI right. stone scanning his shutters. Bones. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, do they not make a clicky noise? I don't know. I don't know. They do. About they make a big MRI like pass. Yeah, except it's a lot louder. Have you ever had an MRI? I've been, like, I was about to say I've been in the room. I wasn't in the room, but, like, <laughs> I've been close enough to one, yeah. I can picture you walking into a room in a hospital and it accidentally being an MRI room. <laughs> I once, I know this is a tangent. Do you know those recording boots where they have, like, you can make your own music video and record yourself singing? Have you ever seen the, um, the video for Tribute by Tenacious D? Yeah, yeah. But like, a, like kind of like a big boot you can go into and record. Uh, I was like walking around with my friends one day and I seen this thing and I didn't know what it was. So I opened the door and walked in and there was some like 16 year old girl singing her heart out. Oh my God, <laughs> man. I looked left and her entire family is on the other side. None of them stopped me. I had no idea what it was. <laughs> that was like one of the most awkward moments of my life. You're probably on her recording just like, oh, sorry. <laughs> That's <laughs> literally out. what I said. Oh, sorry. You slammed the door and ran away. <laughs> Yeah, but like her entire family was there, nobody stopped me. <laughs> but anyway, okay. 
<laughs> Tell me about the egg people. Sorry, the eye people. The conjunctivitis people. But anyway, after this thing goes back into the ceiling, a new creature came into the room. You're going to like this one. He described oh, her as slightly smaller than him, but at, like really normal looking. He even went as far to say it. If a he had human. Seen, kind of. Like, it okay. looked human. He said that if he had seen her on a night out, he would have asked her on a date straight away. The only difference was that her middle finger on each hand was a lot longer than normal. <laughs> I'm getting That's there. That's a bonus, dude. <laughs> I'm getting there. All right. He was still laying on the glass table when she came over and she kind of like grabbed his jaw and opened his mouth. Oh, God. Then oh. she stuck her right hand, like the finger, the middle finger of her right hand down <laughs> his throat, feeling around oh, in there. Oh, no. And she actually scratched it pretty badly, causing his throat to start bleeding. And once Jesus. she... Like, it's a good reminder to always trim your nails before you put them inside someone. Oh, my somewhere. God. But uh, she stopped and, really... And consent <laughs> as well. She shove your itchy finger down somebody's throat without asking them first. <laughs> Especially if it's, like, super long. But anyway, once, like, she cut his throat and he started bleeding, he said that she stopped immediately and he got the impression, impression that basically she realized she had hurt him and was like, oh, shit. Oh, okay. Well, that's not okay, but yeah. He then went on to describe how he heard it make a weird moan that sounded like an alligator's mating call. Have you ever heard what that sounds like? <laughs> no, I haven't looked that uh, I, up. I looked it funny up. Enough. I looked it up. If I heard that noise in the woods at night, I'd be terrified. It's like a... All right, hold on. I'm going to find it. <laughs> oh, God. What? No, I don't like that noise. <laughs> I can't imagine the terror that would be going through me if I pulled on a night out and then she started making that noise. <laughs> so obviously, like, he was freaked out by that. But once she started making that weird noise, the door in the room opened again. He said he couldn't see the door, so he didn't see how it opened, but he, like, heard it, kind of. And then the big wrinkly, one of the big wrinkly creatures came in. Now, Calvin seemed to think that it was a robot. He said he couldn't get any idea of, like, intelligence or even, like personality I guess you could say coming off it he felt like it was basically just doing her bidding well one of those creatures came in and it led him back outside like back to where they were fishing and Calvin said he kind of like he was still in the stupor after like the injection but yeah. as it was wearing off because they weren't facing the ship when they put out when these creatures put him and Charles back outside they were both facing the river and they weren't able to really move by themselves and once it wore off and he kind of came back to like to himself uh, the ship was gone and when he looked at Charles Charles was standing still with his arms raised above his head screaming at the sky what the fuck like what would you okay so let's say all that just happened to you and you're Calvin and you remember all of it what do you do I think I'd just try and forget about it I'd assume it was some sort of loose I'd probably, I'd probably check it with the other person I'd ask them what they saw and confirm that it actually well when Calvin happened. was asking Charles about it Charles said like he pretty much blacked out the second they injected him and when he came to he was already screaming with his hands above his head when he realised what was going on and he kind of stopped himself and tried to calm down all right. But uh, they kind of did what you said. Like, they both kind of agreed not to tell anyone. But on the way yeah. back home, Charles changed his mind and said they absolutely have to tell someone. So they got to Charles and they called the Keesler Air Force Base, which was nearby, to explain what had happened. And the Air Force straight up told them, you have to talk to the police because we no longer deal with UFO reports and Project Blue Book isn't a thing anymore. So they went to the police and this is one of the things that really gave credit to the story. When they showed up still panicked, the police at first thought they were just drunk or crazy or more likely just lying about what happened. 
So they interviewed them separately and both their stories matched up. Although Charles did say, like, I don't remember this, but up until this point, this is what happened. Yeah, yeah. And then they just left them in a room together. But this is what's insane is when they were left in the room together, the police had secretly left a recorder on in the room so they could listen back to hear what they talked about while they were alone. Yeah, that's very clever. Now, the recording, the entire recording is online, even though it is a bit hard to hear it sometimes, because like this was something like under a piece of paper and it's not great technology at the time anyway. It is insane. The way they talk about it is kind of terrifying because Charles has heard saying that it has to be stopped because it could happen again. They were just snatched and dropped back and had no way to stop it. Calvin is saying he doesn't understand it and he tried to be calm and explain to the police, but he just kept crying, which is a big deal for like a 19 year old man like in the 70s he's to say he's only 19 uh, they talk about how they were just he's like did you feel as helpless as I did what the hell was that and uh, Charles now I should say Charles is older than Calvin by I think like 20 years at yeah. least and he's even saying they could have done anything they could have harmed us they could have hurt us and Calvin just starts screaming why did they take tests and then Charles is just like I don't know I don't know Like, these guys were fucked up by whatever happened Damn. to them. That's mental, man. Oh, my God. But, like, it was more the fact that the one thing that made it so believable was they were trying to, like, stay composed when they were around people. Yeah, yeah. But then when they yeah. thought that they had perfect privacy, they were just freaking the fuck out. Yeah, that's... That's uh, that's so crazy. Damn, this is so weird, because I've never heard of, like, obviously this alien before. Obviously, every alien report doesn't have to be the same, but... Wrinkly men with their eyeball ship and the creepy woman with the long middle fingers. 
I know what you mean. Do you think that... Because remember in the Travis Walton story, there was those weird blonde humans that were there in, in the spaceship. Yeah. They weren't they they like perfect. In, yeah, they were kind of like... Like, kind of perfect, but kind of off as well. Like, almost like Uncanny Valley kind of off, he said. Yeah. Uh, I wonder if that's the same kind of thing with her. Like, they made her fingers long so that she could explore do something <laughs> yeah but other than that she was just constructed you know kind of made to look human so that humans wouldn't freak out as much I can see that one thing I will say though is this story is a good example while so many p- people feel uncomfortable talking about experiences they might have had with aliens and UFOs because after they went to the police they tried to go back to normality but the very next day there was like 100 200 reporters at their work Jeez. And reporters kept showing up so often to talk to them that eventually the two men were let go from their jobs because oh, it was man, so disruptive. Yeah, and yeah. Calvin's even spoken about how no matter where he moved or job he worked eventually with people showing up asking for interviews, he'd lose the job. And it became so disruptive, he eventually just started going under the name Roger, so it'd be harder to find and he wouldn't lose his job. That's really sad. Like, there is other people who have come forward as well, saying, like, they saw stuff on the day, on the day but... Yeah. Like, they came out, like, 20 years later. One was a girl who said, like, she mentioned it to her dad, and her dad was like, we don't talk about stuff like that in this family. We're a Christian family. Nothing is up there. We will not speak about this. There's definitely been some dispute about it as well, because they've... Like, but like for the most part they've accepted and passed any tests give, given to them like they did polygraph yeah. tests and hypnosis they did something called voice stress testing that picks up on like fluctuations in speech to see if someone is lying yeah yeah and yeah they did a bunch of tests but nobody ever really caught them out there is some stuff that's a bit weird like uh, Charles always said that he was basically unconscious from the moment they injected him until he woke up standing and screaming and he has like added and embellished a little after the fact but not in like egregious enough that it can't be chalked up to like all right his memory's not perfect but everything else adds up like small stuff like saying calvin was two feet to my right and then a few years later he'd be offhand be like yeah so calvin was like three feet to my right and i was over here like small little things like yeah you could you could just mix those up like yeah yeah but i would 100 percent recommend listening to the full tape tape yourself it can be a bit hard to hear sometimes but it's it makes it very hard not to believe them that's just insane though that's a really really interesting story the fact that that when they sat down in the interview room and the police left that they just started talking about it more and they started freaking out about it like genuinely you can hear me he's like why why did they do tests why did they do tests and he's like i don't know i don't know (laughs) but uh yeah if you do have like a really cool alien abduction story you'd like to tell us about or even if it's just like a spooky shape you saw in the hallway once you can always like i said email us or message us or if you're patreon you can tell us more about it on the discord and we'd like to give a shout out to our two newest patreon members randy and sean we're super grateful for your support and our excited to talk to you in the discord and stuff but that's everything for this week guys i hope you enjoyed it and we have some more really cool stories prepared to hopefully start 2022 off spooky have a good week and bye, bye.